and welcome everybody um, to the third episode of Faith Church Chats. I'm your host, Isaiah Gearlings. Um, today we have Worship Director Matt Hanegraaff. Matt, how you doing today? Good. How's it going, Isaiah? I'm doing great. Um, before we start with some questions, uh, why don't you introduce yourself? Well, my name is Matt Hanegraaff. I've been the Worship Director at Faith Reformed Church since... September of 2007. How old are you then? 2007. I was three years old. Since you were three, I've been the worship director at Faith Reformed Church. Um, I live in Holland, Michigan with my wife, Delina, and my daughter, Emma, and our golden doodle, Mary Jane. Awesome. Um, so let's um, start with some questions. Um, Matt, what do you do in, or what do you do to prepare for worship throughout the week? What do I do to prepare? That's a great question, um, and it it varies from week to week. Um, I guess most of the preparation starts um, Tuesday morning. We have our our weekly worship planning meeting, and that's where Pastor Jonathan or Pastor Marsha or Pastor Gene will share about what they're going to be preaching on. And I usually ask the question, where are you going to land? Because I want to try to match our closing song as well as I can to just support whatever they preach on. So they'll start there and they'll give me some information. And then um, I'll go to my office and I've got a list of songs that we use um, that sits on my desk always with some of the songs that are more popular highlighted so I can see those. Um, and I'll start looking through the songs, start thinking through them, praying through them. Um, sometimes I'll just sit at the piano or on my guitar and just play through some songs and see which ones feel right for the day and see which ones uh, like transition well from one to the next. Um, there's sometimes I go to the Vanderbilt lectionary, which, uh, like right now we're in a series that we're using the lectionary, um, which is just a, a group of passages that churches all over the world use. And I'll look uh, through those and let's say Pastor Jonathan, like this week, for example, Pastor Jonathan is preaching on John 10, 1 through 10, which is part of the lectionary. But another passage is um, Psalm 23. So sometimes I'll match some of our opening worship around that and yeah so that's where it starts um once i get the songs picked out then i'll add some other elements sometimes like videos or some responsive readings or uh work on communion like i was doing this week um and then uh get the music ready and send that out to the band and then go from there great those are um good rhythms to live in um uh, next question, what um, is your favorite worship song right now? Currently, my favorite worship song is Abide With Me. And it's by Travis Cottrell. He wrote that song. Um, and uh, I just uh, got a new vehicle, new to me vehicle, my 2004 uh, Toyota 4Runner. And uh, it's got an aftermarket stereo in it. It's got Bluetooth in it. And when I get in my car it connects automatically and starts playing music 
and Abide With Me happens to be the first song. So I hear it almost every time I get in my car. And it's just been a great one lately. Um, the first verse says this, when you abide with me, I, I fear no foe. No bitter tears could ever shake my soul. Though arrows fly, though terror reigns, I will not fear for you abide with me. And in our time of quarantine right now and time of uncertainty, I think that's just a great reminder for me. And that's why it's my favorite one right now. Yeah, I like that song too. Um, can you explain um, how things are run on a Sunday morning um, to those who, um, who are listening and may not be familiar with it? Sure. Let me give you a rundown. Um, I usually try to get there when we're, I'll, I'll talk about what normally happens in non-quarantine life and then tell you what happens in quarantine life right now. So non-quarantine life, um, what happens is I, I try to get there around eight o'clock and sometimes our tech team gets there a little bit before me and uh, we set up stage and set up all the different elements like the mics and the direct boxes to plug guitars into and all that stuff, monitors so we can hear. Now we get that all set up, the band arrives and singers arrive and we get set up and sound checked. And then we rehearse for about an hour and a half um, and go through the songs for that Sunday morning and work on it. Any, you know, particular spots that need to get worked on. Um, during the school year, when we have Sunday school, we'll break about 10 and then our, our worship team members can go to their uh, different Sunday school classes. And then we gather back at about 11 and Pastor Jonathan will join us at that point and or whoever else is preaching, Pastor Marcia and Pastor Gene sometimes. And we'll run through the service and we'll pray and just uh, do the final checks of what we need to do. And then, uh, and then worship happens. And uh, we go through the worship service and after that we tear down and put everything away and go home. So that's kind of the, the workings of a typical Sunday morning. Right now, what we've been doing is uh, I'll get there about 8.30. Tech team arrives, arrives about the same time. Same thing, we set up some of our, our mics and get sound checked, and I'll go through the music and just practice um, what needs to get practiced so we can get a good sound check. Um, the rest of the worship people get there about 9.30 to go over or just run through the service and to pray and prepare our hearts for worship. And then we start about 9.55 is when our live stream starts. So that's kind of how that goes. Perfect. Thanks uh, for explaining that. Um, what? Oh, that's interesting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, what is a time in your life um, that tested your faith? There's been many times over the years that have tested my faith. Um, and I think I, I, I view faith as a journey, right? And me, I identify more as a contemplative so I'm always um, digging in deeper into what God's saying in my life and trying to listen to for God's voice. Um, I think one time to give you a specific example that I think might be helpful for some of the listeners is uh, when I was in college, I was in this constant battle with God of over my life. And uh, I had kind of taking the position of you know i'm a christian i believe in god and all that stuff 
but I'm going to do what I want. And then, you know, God, you could be a part of that. I want you, I want you to be a part of that, but I want to do what I want to do. And it was a, a constant battle with God um, to where I felt like God was saying, you know, I'm in control of your life. You need to put your trust into me and let me lead and to what, you know, I, I feel like is the direction of your life. And I got to a point where um, I just broke. And, and I remember saying in my car, as I was driving to work, I said, God, my life is yours. I give up all control. Do with it what you will. I mean, out loud in my car. And all of a sudden, I can look back now and I can see where all these dominoes would fall. And uh, God just directed my life into, into ministry. And that's what I'm still doing now. So, uh, yeah, that was a time that I had to, that God tested my faith because I had to start all over in a, in a way and, and relinquish control. So. Exactly. Um, yeah. Thanks uh, for sharing with us with that. Mm-hmm. Um, what is your favorite verse or character or story of the Bible? Okay. Um, so my favorite verse um, as it pertains to me as a worship director and just as a curious uh, Christian um, is first Corinthians four verse one. And this is what it says. And this is the new international version it says this then is how you ought to regard us. And they're talking about kind of the leadership of the church it says as servants of Christ and uh, as servants of Christ and as those entrusted with the mysteries God has revealed. So let me read that again so it makes sense all in context. This then is how you ought to regard us as servants of Christ and as those entrusted with the mysteries God has revealed. And I think as somebody who works um, for a church and whose main objective is worship on a Sunday morning, you know, there's certain mysteries that God reveals to us um, in different ways and we've been entrusted with those and you know as, as servants of, of Christ and of the church you know it's our it's our job to kind of take what God has revealed to us and show that to his people and his, his congregation in different and new ways so it's kind of a life directive verse I guess so that would be my favorite verse what were the other two again? Um, uh, character and story. Character, I think um, David, King David. And I think that's because he's a, a songwriter as well and kind of a artist type. So I think I identify with that. He's also a bit of an adventurer. So um, I identify with that quite a bit more in the songwriting and stuff like that. And so he's definitely my one of my favorite characters in the Bible. And he's also, and that, that leads me to the, my favorite book, which is the Psalms because it's a bunch of different songs about, you know, the different emotions that we have in our life, you know, whether it's love or lament or fear, whatever that is. Um, the Psalms are just a great resource for 
helping us through different times in our life or giving us guidance. Yeah. Uh, thanks. Um, how, how do you, uh, Matt, help with worship for youth group and children's ministry? Yeah. Um, I help with our middle school and high school worship. Our middle school is on Wednesday night. I do that about two times a month and same for high school, which is on Sunday night. Um, we have kind of middle school and high school worship teams um, that kind of change over the years. Um, and I lead those groups. We get together before youth group starts on Wednesday night or Sunday morning and kind of rehearse the music. And then we lead our different youth groups, which is kind of fun. And it's a great way for me to stay connected to some of our younger uh, people at faith and help to kind of guide them and grow their gifts and abilities in worship. I mean, that's where you started, right? Um, well, not you actually started, I think in, in, in Sunday morning church, but you also were involved with uh, Wednesday night, middle school worship and high school now. And so, yeah, it's fun. Yeah. And then for children ministry, I, I lead where necessary. Um, so Dave Barnes does a great job leading uh, most of the weeks, but where the weeks that Dave can't uh, lead, then I step in and help lead the little kids. And it's kind of fun <laughs> singing the, the little kids songs with them and getting them to sing real loud and get uh, just, yeah, engage with the music. It's fun. Sweet. That's awesome how you incorporate those um, generations as well as connecting with the older ones as well. Um, that's important yeah um what is one way you um you 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 uniquely connect with god one way that i uniquely connect with god would be um i connect god with god in more contemplative ways than i think most people would um everyone has their own spiritual pathways you know, the ways that they connect with God and mine is definitely the contemplative route. Um, so whether I'm reading a great book or I'm reading scripture or walking, you know, taking a walk through the woods or those kind of things, times when I'm just spending time thinking about, you know, what, what is the direction and purpose that God's calling to calling me to at those moments and just thinking about God, you know, and how he's revealing himself in my life and through the lives of other people. So those, that's one of the ways I connect with God. It's a fantastic way to connect with him. Um, how, Oh, one more thing to yeah, add to yeah. that. Cause this is more unique too. Um, one of the ways that I live that out is about once a year, I'll go down to St. Gregory's in Three Rivers, Michigan, which is a monastery. And I'll spend a couple of days there um, living monastic life with the monks and uh, going to prayers. And it's, it's quiet and it's time away. And it's uh, really restorative for me um, in my, in my faith walk and just personally. Great. So that's right. cool. That's unique cool. Way. You know, eat, cool. eating That's dinner cool. with monks where you don't say anything, you know, it's, it's in silence and it's pretty unique. That's awesome. 
Um, what is the best part of your job? Best part of my job is leading worship on Sunday morning with uh, with my worship team. Um, we've got a great worship team, and it's just fantastic to spend time with them and to be able to lead with them our congregation on Sunday morning. I mean, that's what we're working towards all week long, and uh, to see a worship service come alive on Sunday morning is just it's a great thing. Sweet. Um, how long have you been playing guitar and um, do you play any other instruments? Yes, uh, I've been playing guitar since uh, 1994. Okay. So I was about 14 years old and my dad had this old Yamaha FG 75 acoustic guitar that he kept underneath uh, my parents' bed and when I was 14, I started to pull it out and start playing guitar in my in my bedroom and trying to learn different chords. And then I started to take lessons when I was 15. And then I started teaching when I was probably 18 years old at uh, Dell's Music Center in Holland, Michigan, way back. So... Uh, yeah, that's what, and I've been playing ever since. So ninety, a long time. I don't even want to do the math. <laughs> um, I also play other instruments as well. Uh, you know, I, my first instrument was piano. I took piano lessons when I was younger. Um, but after I uh, started playing guitar, um, I started working at a as a at a music shop in downtown Holland called Dell's Music Center, and I start picking up different instruments there. So I. There was a friend of mine who would come in often. He played mandolin, and so he started showing me mandolin chords. And now, you know, I've got a mandolin. I can play mandolin. Um, played bass guitar, um, electric guitar, you know, uh, and all that kind of stuff. Uh, some fun ones. Uh, I have an accordion that I like to bust out here and there. Um, I haven't. Uh, brought it out at faith in many years because Dave Barnes plays it now, which is awesome. Um, banjo, I've I've picked around on banjo a few over the years. I'm trying to think of what else, ukulele. Not as, don't know that as well, but I my. You do a, you do a killer job in the harmonica. Oh yeah, harmonica. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. That's awesome. <laughs> That's awesome. I can play both at the same time, yeah. you know, guitar and harmonica. I'd, I'd, so, I'd yeah. love to learn how to play the harmonica. I'd, I'd, harmonica I'd love seems to learn like how to such play a the simple harmonica. Harmonica seems yeah. like such a simple really, instrument. Yet, it is. Yeah. Really. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's, an, it's a pretty easy instrument. You have to buy one and start, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Sweet. You can learn pretty quick. Sweet. Get one of those cool yeah. little stands that, yeah. you know, it holds the harmonica yeah. for you while you play guitar. Yeah, so you can look like Bob Dylan. Yeah. Cool. Um, I've got uh, one more question for you. Um, what does um, Faith's mission statement, uh, which is serving serving God's love through new life in Jesus Christ, what does that mean to you and how you go about in your job? Yeah, um, sharing God's love through new life in Jesus Christ. Um, I use it as a great way to keep me uh, centered and focused on what my job is. And for me, 
uh, sharing God's love, I do that the best through music. Um, so whether it's on Sunday morning or some of the other gigs that I play out around town, um, yeah, it's just important for me to use that to share God's love. Um, and through new life, um, there's always new ways we can do that, whether it's new songs I'm writing or new songs other people are writing that we can use on Sunday morning or uh, finding unique ways that we can uh, convey a message on Sunday morning. You know, that's the way that I try to share God's love through new life in Jesus Christ. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I don't know about you, but I like our mission statement. I think it's a great one. Yeah. It's very, it's simple, but it's got a lot of depth to it. Yeah. Well, that's um, all the questions I have for you, Matt. Thanks for being on. Thank you for having me, Isaiah. It's been a pleasure talking with you. Yeah. Uh, would you mind closing us in prayer? Sure. I would love to. My Father in heaven, we're grateful for just a time to, to share life. Uh, Lord, grateful for Isaiah and just the gifts that you've given him and Lord, the inspiration you've given him to just uh, interview those who are serving you in our church. Lord, I pray that uh, this conversation would bless those who listen to it. And Lord, that you would get all the praise and glory for that. Yes, in Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thanks again, Matt. You betcha. If you liked this episode of Faith Church Chats, make sure to listen to an episode you might have missed. And stay tuned for new episodes that come out every Friday.